Welcome to Dragged into Turbo Lasers, a miniature wargaming podcast from the people behind the blog Between the Bolter and Me. And in today's episode, we're joined by the wonderful Totally Not Panicking to talk about his evocative miniature creation style as well as his annual hobby competition Smash Bash. So with that, sit back and enjoy. everybody and welcome to Dragged into Turbo Lasers, a miniature wargaming podcast from the people behind the blog Between the Bolter and Me. This is episode 98 and as always I'm your host Eric Wire and I'm here with my two brothers Adam Wire. Hey everybody. And Greg Wire. Hey everyone. And I'm incredibly excited to say that we have another guest, Matt, or better known as Totally Not Panicking here with us. Hello. Don't get your hopes up. Hello. <laughs> oh, it's it's going to be great. Or do. I don't know. You live your life, you know. It's fine. That, that's fair. That's fair. But, like, we're super, super excited to have you on the uh, podcast today. I've been really wanting to, to be here. Yeah, chat for a while. And for people who don't know, Totally Not Panicking is kind of like a titan in the, I don't know, Grimdark <laughs> Inc. 28 scene creating all sorts of characterful and creepy models and importantly also has created an annual competition that celebrates this called smash bash but yeah thank you for uh all that you do and are kind of oh, excited just to chat about some of it oh yeah i really appreciate that thanks i'm glad that i'm glad that you like it you know if, if people like it then it then it works it's worth it you know yeah no it's it's fantastic well, I mean, maybe just to start off some of the uh, questioning, how did you get your screen name totally not panicking? Is that an interesting story? Is it just I, random I mean, screen pro- name? Pro- pro- you know, no, I, I mean, maybe it's interesting. I don't know. I've never I've never had like an Internet account before. Okay. Um, and I signed up. I signed up for one to um, uh, to look at pictures of my dog on the Internet. Good, oh. good thing. <laughs> Makes sense. It does. Right. So far, so good. And so <laughs> I don't know. I was just like, I'm, I'm totally not panicking. And I and that was the screen name. And then nice. Uh, and then shortly after that, I, I got into like uh, doing miniatures. And then I was like, I should post. I'll post something once a week. It just is like a goal, you know, mm-hmm. to like that's a good I post. Goal. I post I post a painted mini once a week. And and then it, and then it kind of devolved from there. <laughs> That's that's a pretty ambitious goal, but I guess yeah. with that is you coming about this uh, name and so forth. Like, how did you actually yeah. get into the miniature hobby? I've been, I mean, I've been like, I don't know, involved like since I was uh, a kid. You know, mm. since I was like, I think like third edition, like everybody. You know, yeah, like okay. I played in third yeah. edition and, and fourth edition, and then. You know, I don't know. I got, I went to college and, uh, you know, stuff and things happened. And, yeah, you know, that's, I was broke for 20 years, you know, and then I wasn't <laughs> broke. And then I was like, 
playing D and D, and I was wanted to wanted some minis for that, and uh, my wife got me some of the Nurgle stuff, like a uh, start collecting <laughs> Nurgle thing, and uh, and now I'm here. <laughs> that was four years ago for Easter, so that's like that's how I got back into it. That's amazing. Yeah, that that's cool. I feel yeah. every time when I think about like your work, I, the main thing that comes to my mind is like prolific. Like you're always. <laughs> putting out new creepy weird stuff and all Pain on top of that also damn yeah like it, it's wonderful and collaborating with all sorts of different people and with all sorts of different projects and like i really love that oh that's that's so good i'm i i mean i like it too you know i think the best part about the hobby is the like all the different people that you meet and like getting you know working with a bunch of different people and sort of kind of like seeing what you can cook up together uh like mm-hmm. you know creatively and that's i mean that's what everything was about from my perspective at the start and is still you know it's just like you know like get get hyped to make things that you're hyped on mm-hmm. and then other people get hyped about it hopefully you know and the, i think the the work that i'm the most excited about is just kind of like getting stuff out there which is why i'm prolific you know i'm, I'm prolific mm-hmm. because i'm not tight or technical you know i'm like super loose but it like it works, you know, like it works for me. Um, and so that's like that's I just like don't take my time, you know, <laughs> so so, uh, so it's yeah. Here's a question. So when you so you said you started around third edition, which is yeah, 40K, which is basically when we started as well. Yeah. Um, were you doing interesting, crazy model stuff back then or were you just building Space Marines and playing was, yeah, was, the game to the best? I was building Space did. Marines like everybody else. I was getting um yeah. <laughs> I was getting I was getting a right. What chapter? What chapter? Uh Chaos, obviously. Okay, that, that's and... fair. I was gonna say probably Ultramarines. Everyone loves a good Ultramarine. <laughs> that's true. That's true. We all do love a good Ultramarine. <laughs> yeah, I was I think Chaos. I had some like Nurgle stuff. And then, um, and some like iron hands, I think the, mm-hmm. the metal dudes with the hazard stripes, mm-hmm. those, and then I took a jaunt into fantasy when nobody else wanted to and, <laughs> uh, and just like made a bunch of beast men. And that's about the time that it like fell apart. My, all my yeah. friends were like way more prolific than me. So I got to pay with their like painted stuff. You know, I was just Whoa. kind of like a shitless layabout. So I didn't have very many <laughs> like, models or anything, you know? And, uh, and anyways, they all died to orc power axes in third edition. Mm-hmm. So you're just like, I don't, I don't know. You that's know, it's fair. It's fair. <laughs> Yeah, back when orcs just had power weapons and stuff. Oh, it was brutal. It was a brutal. It was a brutal, brutal time to be alive. I didn't realize that you wouldn't. You're not supposed to deploy like right at the corner. You know, like <laughs> within twelve inches of the other. Uh, you know, I'm just yeah. Like, oh, I keep dying. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I find it interesting how you may have started in the hobby and how it doesn't necessarily stay that way. Like the thing probably at the beginning when we started pretty young was all about like, man, this hobby is so cool. I want all these cool miniatures. I just want more miniatures. And then uh, it kind of shifts over time, like your the priorities and such. And we're like, miniatures are cool and whatnot. But I think what is has sort of the lasting impact and why I'm excited about being here is being able to talk to people like you and finding right. other people who really enjoy sort of the hobby aspects and just meeting new people and so forth. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think I like a lot of the expression that it affords you, you know, like collage, like miniatures, you know, it like gives you the opportunity to, 
to work with stuff that already looks good, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, and, and try to, and try to just like refine it or enhance it or like put it together in a new way. And that's like, and that's really appealing, right? Like as somebody who can't really draw or, or sculpt or do any of that stuff. I mean, I'm better now, you know, after mm-hmm. a couple of years, but it, you know, like I still really can't. And so the kind of, you know, like working with something that's, that's already cool makes it a lot easier <laughs> to, yeah, to, to make something cool, true. you know? Yeah, I mean, that sort of like building onto that, as you mentioned that you kind of started as one often does with the Space Marines and so forth, but clearly the most of the hobby output that you have now invokes this very evocative style that is kind of very fast and loose that has Mm -hmm. a lot of emphasis on red and some yellows and so forth. Mm -hmm. How did you come to this style and were there any of those sort of themes in some of that earlier work that that's a good question um like the early like my when i was like 16 no you know like when i was 16 it was like spray it black and dry brush it with gunmetal and it's done you know (laughs) Um, yeah there weren't youtube videos telling you how to do stuff so it's just like i feel we like i didn't remove mold lines i didn't what's that thinning paint what that's the paint's uh-uh, ready to be used. It's, it's in the pot. You put it, it's in the yeah. pot. You just put your paintbrush in there. It's easy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So you can imagine, you know, like my models look like everybody else's. Um, <laughs> and then like when I, you know, when I like, when I restarted, like restarted, you know, it was like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I like everybody else kind of like went on YouTube and like looked at a bunch of different tutorials and stuff and like tried to, and tried to really copy what I saw there. And so that was like, uh, you know, like I found a bunch of used Citadel paints, like some like on like a Reddit or something like that. Somebody was getting out and I was like, I'm getting mm-hmm. in. I'm going to buy all these yeah. things, you know. So I bought like 300 Citadel paints or whatever. And I was just like, this is a, this is a fucking nightmare. I can't I can't deal with this. Like, I mm-hmm. can't deal like eight shades of green. I can't. I don't know. I just like it just didn't mm-hmm. it didn't make sense to me. And so I was like, well, what, what can I do with less? And then who's whose blog was I reading? I can maybe I'll describe it and you'll know you'll know who it is that I'm talking about. He does like he doesn't post often. I think he does horror for Games Workshop horror writing for Games Workshop oh, right um, now. Ex Profundus, yeah, ex, uh, yeah, ex Profundus, Brutus, Jake. Yeah. yeah, so I like read one of his blogs about. Um, he had like um, like swamp elves. I think mm-hmm, swamp mm-hmm, elves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was yeah. The one. I like I read the swamp elves thing and I was like, holy shit holy shit, this makes so much sense to me. Yeah. So, um, you know, because he's like, um, I don't want to paint for very long. Ugh, this looks horrible. You know, like, oh, this is yeah. garbage. <laughs> Whatever, it's done. You know, I'm done. And I'm like, oh, this guy speaks my language. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so I tried, you know, so it was just sort of like, that's kind of, that for me, that was sort of when I got, like when I, when I started to find, when I started to like find what worked for me and then what let me ultimately find my own style was sort of like doing that and kind of like, moving away from all these different colors. Like I got an, I got an airbrush. I like, like kind of like followed his method and then I like mm-hmm. moved away from airbrushing and then I moved straight to oils and then only oils and then some, and then like, you know, acrylics with like an undercoat and then like, you know, oils. Like, so yeah, just a lot of experimentation, you know, and the way that I work is to just sort of like not be afraid to fail, you know, not be afraid to have it like look bad or to have it not, 
mm-hmm. go well. And, and that, and that lets you, that just lets you do so much more, you know, when you're not, when you're not ultimately worried about the end result, when you're just sort of like, Oh, I wonder what it would be like if I did this or, Oh, I wonder what it would be like if I did that. And that's sort of like making decisions like that is, is what got me here. You know, just like, Oh, this, Oh, maybe this works. Right. And like nine times out of 10, it doesn't, but once it does and you're like, Oh, this works, I'll keep that. I can, I can, I can take that forward or whatever. I think that would keep me from maybe doing some of that. It's like, I spent so much money on all these. That the heart, the hardest part, the hardest (laughs) part is getting past how much money you spent on it. It really, it really is. And and what, what actually helped me get past the, the amount of money that I spent on minis was to buy used ones, assembled (laughs) used minis are, are like the way to go a hundred percent. Right. Cause like somebody's, somebody's already done the hard work of like putting it yeah. together, which I hate, I hate putting minis together and they've got like, and they've probably got the bits already and you can have those. And so you buy like, you buy like an army lot, you know, it's like mm-hmm. 200 bucks on eBay, a hundred bucks on eBay. You get some like random shit. And that's like, and then it's like, it doesn't right. Then you, then it's not like I spent $45 on this, on this character enslaved like, over assembling it and removing all right, the lines right. or something yeah right and now i'm gonna what just like like dig into its head with my hobby knife that's not good <laughs> well, <laughs> and one thing i think a lot of us at least struggle to some extent about that sort of fear of ruining something but oh, i, I think in a lot of cases like the miniatures are cool they're well made You'll probably, if you just go and do it, it'll probably, you'll probably surprise yourself, is at least what I have found, in that it's difficult to get something beyond salvageable, (laughs) you know? Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. The amount of times I've, like, cut something off and had to glue it back on later, high, you know? Like, you you already have all the skills to fix it, you know? So, like, don't worry about it. And also, it's worthless once you take it out of the box. So who cares? Well, <laughs> <laughs> so another thing that I think is for me, I know since most of, I guess, my style and all that other stuff mm-hmm. is like super intricate and like lots of sculpting and all this other stuff. Laudable. For a long time, yeah, I was convinced that I was going to destroy it. But then <laughs> after I've now gotten to the point where I mostly passed that, but it's largely just because since I've now been actually painting for several years again, just the more that I've been painting, it's become clear. Like, yeah, as you said, like if you start converging somewhere, it's like, well, I ruined this. So like, I, I can figure out a way to like salvage it or whatever. So I think in your case, if you do like set a goal and try and paint, so like a model a week or whatever, the more you actually put out, the more you experiment, like, you'll get to a point where like you'll figure it out and it'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, like, I think that's, that's really good. And the, the thing I think like the mindset around like, Oh, I'm going to ruin this thing is like, that just doesn't seem like the right way to think about it at all. Right. Because like you yeah, brought it yeah. to that point, you, you made it as good mm-hmm. as it is right now. Like you already did that and you're going to be able to do it again because you're the person who did it the first time so like yeah. don't worry about it you know like you know yeah. you got you got it there mm-hmm. and it wasn't a mistake probably yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. so like you know and if and it you, was yeah. before you, you try and redo that. it right yeah. right you did it like you did that so you know just like ride that that's a positive outlook and it kind of it, it allows you to perhaps shift focus to 
be more like this is an opportunity to express myself and yeah. like try try something different and i think that's yeah. kind of fun like a large aspect of this hobby is that it is a hobby it's a sort of a creative outlet and an ability to make something create something yeah, and i think that sure. is neat and particularly if you can divest yourself a little bit away from like needing to have like everything wissy wig and playing games and oh it totally. needs to be these codex colors or something i think it it becomes a little easier to just explore like where your imagination is taking you and i think that can yeah. be a little liberating and not being yeah, worried about yeah, absolutely. Or something. absolutely the kind the, the sort of like blessing and curse of being on the internet all the time right <laughs> and like and looking at and looking at all the different things and the tutorials and all this kind of stuff is that it's like you uh, you know it's it it makes you forget that you're that you're you're doing something creative you know it's mm -hmm. like what's your what's your re what's the recipe to do this right it like turns it yeah. into kind of like a paint by numbers which is really helpful when you're getting started but then it kind yeah. of like locks you into that mentality of like i need to do these eight different things before yeah. i move on to this ninth thing and there is of course like a technical aspect of it but it you know like if it feels like you're just following instructions then like you know consider not following the instructions you know <laughs> uh -huh. at least try it out see what happens you know just see what happens like yeah so meandering shade has has a comment here saying that he's a little bit surprised that you hate putting stuff together from all the conversions you do and all your yeah. fashion guides and stuff which for that matter i have here a copy Ooh. of issue four of under the dice it's a good one if it's a good people one should look at that zine if you're not familiar with it but there's an article in it, a quick guide to kit bashing. <laughs> That's right. By totally not panicking. That's right. right. It's right in here. there. It's in there. It's you can get it for free on the Smash Bash website as well. But you should totally support uh, Steve, the guy who runs South of Heaven, uh, yeah. the, or the guy who who put that together, South of Heaven, and uh, No Clear Coat, and Terry, who's at Stonejaw. I think those are all their Instagram handles. They're mm -hmm. all like they're all super super sweet DIY dudes um and they know what's going yeah, on. I mean when I ordered these Steve even wrote a nice note to me. Oh, see, there you go. Yeah, yeah absolutely. He's a nice guy. <laughs> should order yeah, you should order that under the dice. When when I said I don't like putting mod, I don't like um because like there's um you know like you have to get the model to a certain point before like from my own perspective, right? Like I need like I need a torso or something like that or I want some legs. Yeah. And like figuring out how how eighty two goes with seventy three, and like joining those two things together mm -hmm. is just like super tedious, you know. Particular uh, with some of the, a lot of the newer GW sculpts, they are very kind of particular with how are, little yeah. weird things come together, and it results yeah. in like a great model. But I can see probably where you're coming from to get to sort of the core building blocks of stuff where you can like go and do the fun creative part is can be a, a little bit time consuming. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I like the pre-assembled models, right? Cause it's like, it gives you something to kind of riff on, right? Cause you can look at something that's already, it's already totally assembled and go like, I don't like the arm. I don't like the head. I don't like the base, you know? And then you yeah. can just start like making changes or, you know, better yet or not better yet, but like a, a different way to approach it is to sort of like, you know, is to is to actively give yourself problems to solve, right? Like, is to actively make things worse than they already were, <laughs> right? You go like, mm -hmm. oh, I really like that head. I'm going to cut it off. 
oh, mm-hmm. oh no, now what do I have? Now what do I do? Right. And just kind of like, mm-hmm. there's this, um, there's a painter, uh, Paul Christina, who, who, who advocates for that in his work, uh, where he just, he talks about like giving your actively giving yourself problems to solve as a way to become creative. Right. Cause you okay, put yourself yeah. in, a, in a position where you're like, well, I have to do something about this now. Right. Like I made it worse. So like, now what do I do? Right. <laughs> uh, you know, like you could, you could obviously just like glue it back together or fix it or something like that. But you know, it's, but it's, it's more engaging. Yeah. It gives you more opportunities yeah, to yeah, yeah. try something different. Mm-hmm. And is that kind of a, um, sort of a pillar or something that you often do to go about your conversions? I realize people could go and download the article from Smash Bash website and stuff, but right, could you right. give a very brief summary of like how yeah. you go about yeah. the process? Yeah, absolutely. So, like, like I've been mentioning, I start with something that's that's already sort of a little bit assembled. I call it like a skeleton. So I get like, um, and it's usually like legs and a torso or just a torso or a torso and some arms or whatever um, that I think looks uh, particularly good. And my, my, my bits, my bits box is a nightmare of like a literal nightmare, <laughs> you know, um, it's, I think I saw a TikTok video you created yeah, of just, it's a, that that's my that is my actual bit mentioning a, about having yeah. good organization as you pour a big tub of <laughs> <Just a> tub. <laughs> random just a tub bits. Of a random bit. That's right. So I mean, and that and that's and that is usually how I work. Is I just like grab a fistful of random bits, put them on the table, oh, yeah, and like work with the Jeez, skeleton yeah. that I have in front of me, and then try and turn it into something that I think looks cool. So that's, that's the most. That's the yeah. most straightforward way to do it, you know, and and kind of having like a chaos bag of stuff, yeah. right? Because like from my perspective, when you you know like there's something to be said for like a meticulous organ or like like way of organizing. This is where all my left arms are, is where my right mm-hmm. arms are, is where my heads are, is where my feet are. But like if you have all your like there's my shoulder pads. If you have all your stuff situated like in that kind of like where you've already defined what it's going to be, then that sort of like cuts you off from the kind of um, like the imaginative possibilities. I sound like a twat, but like the (laughs) sort of like the, the, like the, right. The, the space that opens up. If you think, if you're like, maybe the shoulder pad could be a head, maybe it could be a a chest piece. Yeah. This is similar. I feel, um, weirding way has maybe a similar perspective and he's Mm. sort of talked about, yeah, using and looking at the bits from like different perspectives to see can you recreate something and reimagine it in in an interesting mm-hmm. way to get a mm-hmm. different shape or a silhouette. And I think yeah, that well, that is good because yeah. as you're saying, you're not like organizing it with the preconception of what all this stuff has to be and how you need right. to use it. Yeah, because that makes it that makes it harder for me to sort of like to, to work with it. Right. Cause then you're like working against something that you, that you sort of already have like head cannon, you know, mm-hmm. like this is what this thing is. And, and like, you know, even if you can move away from that, you're sort of like, you're, you're starting from a position where you kind of like hamper yourself, I guess. If you're, if your goal is to just sort of like make something weird, you know, um, I, I think that that can kind of, that can sort of get in your way. You know, yeah. the the counterpoint to that is that like I've recently started doing some a lot more like commission work for Kip for like you mm-hmm. know for people who like want to. I'm always willing to sell anything that I make because like I don't play games with it. You know, I just make it because I think it's cool. 
but um but like so, you know some people are like i want you know like i had to do like like 10 plague Marines in a very particular way and yeah, uh, working yeah. the way that I work is <laughs> not an ideal yeah. way to make uh, three plague Marines with a bolter and uh, <laughs> four with a yeah, plasma yeah. gun. You know, it's just like, it, you know, I, I was, I was able to do it obviously or not obviously mm-hmm. I was able to do it, but uh, yeah, just but, not your standard. Also <laughs> not my standard. Yeah. yeah. But it's, a, it's another problem, you know, it's another sort mm-hmm. of like, well, how am I going to, how am I going to do that? Like what's, how do I get to that from from where I am right now? So yeah, well, I mean, even some of the stuff that like I've for a long time now gone on the kick of like trying to make things smaller and whatnot. And mm. oftentimes I'll have sort of an idea in my head, like, oh, you know what? I need this one piece for this like little firearm, and then it's just get a big like I have big bags of just random pieces and stuff, and start looking through them like. Where's the general shape that's small mm-hmm. small enough that I can use? And so, like, for a lot of the stuff, it's just like, well, I cut off this tiny little piece of plastic and reshaped just a little bit. So, like, you can also use, like, sort of a similar idea mm-hmm. to do very, like, almost, like, very planned things as well. Okay. Yeah. And, like, it's very cool. So, like, another question, like, if you yeah. if you would go and buy, like, some new models from like yeah. games workshop or something. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you ever keep the stuff in the box or do you just like pull it out? I'm shaking my head and now. just <laughs> cut off the pieces and like put them in your tub in like they, a little. That's, that's yeah. They, that's, ex- that's exactly that. what I do. I just like, that's because amazing. I think that the, you know, like the sprue is a, is sort of like a convenient way to store it, but it's not a convenient way to work, you know, because you that's have to like, true. And you and you sort of, from my perspective, you have to you have to fight against the the intention that GW has, yeah. When they or anybody yeah. anybody that that like that makes plastic or resin minis, right? Like they mm-hmm. they show you they're they're like, they're meant to be organized in a certain way, and when they're on the sprue, you just you can't help yourself, right? Like if you've done yeah. this for ten minutes, you're like, I know this piece goes with this piece, and it's sort of like fun. And your little your little like rat brain goes like, oh, I put these together, and I get the <laughs> I get a, you know it feels good. Um, and so so yeah, I I will I do just like cut it. I just cut it all off and put it in the box. I, That's I um, I'm violating my own principle right now. I have a second box that has mm. some things that I think are really cool. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? But, yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, I could see like having a thing where like, oh, these are as you were sort of putting like the skeletons that you want to work mm-hmm. for, work on. It's like, okay, well, these are things that I think maybe in the future, like I want to riff off of or like do right. a thing with, right, rather than right. hunting for it. If you right. knew from the beginning I, that that is a starting point, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like another way that you can kind of approach approach kit bashing which is which is something that i've done as well is to buy a box of things you think looks cool you know so i mm-hmm. you can do it i like all the like the war the older war cry models i think are really great for this yeah um, the underworld's models are a really good price mm-hmm. point for this as well you know like if you just buy an uh, buy a thing of underworld's dudes or dudettes that you like um and then and then just try to try to double what you have you know if it comes with four yeah. try to make eight Right. And then and that also gives you sort of like cohesion. Right. Because like the Mm -hmm. four models that you bought work together, they're designed to work together. And so if you just sort of like spread it out a little bit across other like weird things, it all 
you know, it, it all sort of like looks like it works together and then you can kind of unify it with like with color, you know? Yeah. About uh, color, like we've talked a bit about how you have the, a very sort of defined palette in style. Mm-hmm. I was excited to see that you've started to make a few small tutorials to talk about mm-hmm. the style because it's it's yeah, interesting. Yeah. I feel your your building technique and how you go about it is uh, is very different from the standard GW thing, but the sure. painting <laughs> is as well, and I think yeah, it's pretty true. fascinating that oh, you didn't just like you said you got a whole t- like a whole bunch of GW paints, like it's so many yeah. paints, like what to do with yeah. these. But the yeah. interesting thing is then you went and like well, let's use oils. Let's use some acrylics too. Like maybe put some pigments in here. And like you mm-hmm. didn't use any of the standard like GW techniques or, yeah. or in a large sense. And I think that's pretty neat. And it it's, fits with this idea of wanting to convert and do interesting things. That the it, it, painting style is so experimental. But yeah. even though you seem to try different things all the time, you're still able to kind of achieve cohesive things that you can tell like this is one of your creations which i think is really cool yeah i appreciate that yeah i I think it's you know it's the the restraint or not the restraint the the constraint of of working with a limited palette just makes it it's it's easier in a sense because there's only a couple of things in front of you right it's just like you know, I use the Zorn palette a lot, which is three colors in white. It's cadmium red, yellow ochre, ivory black, and titanium white. Um, and and you can make you make the you can make all the colors with that, right? Like you can make all the colors with that. Um, and so it, you know, it's just like okay, well, this is what I got. And 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 I I spent like I spent a year and a half, I think, with just those colors. Uh, and I think it made me a. a like a better painter uh, because it's, you know, it's like it forces you, which is, which is how I probably got like my, my defined style of like red and yellow. It's like, those are the, those are primary colors, you know? And mm-hmm, it's like, mm-hmm. and that's what you're working with a lot. And it helps you. If you want to paint something orange, there's a lot of yellow in it. You know, if you want to paint something yellow, there's obviously a lot of yellow in that too. <laughs> um, you know, um, you know, like, so all of the kind of like all of the colors and all of the complementary colors, it also helps it just like, it works together. Like those three colors on the palette look good. And so you mm-hmm. can't like, you can't mix them in a way that's going to make them not match or not go. Yeah. And uh, also I feel you have a very sort of John Blanchian style as well. I think that a lot of his sketches and creations really heavily focus on kind of the browns, yellows and reds. And he, in a lot of the stuff is sort of very sketchy, coming up mm-hmm. with interesting crazy things and i think your style and creation s- sort of mimic that in a way in yeah, like a good thanks. way yeah i appreciate that i yeah i you know like his colors and my colors are i think they're made they're the same basically you know he uses yellow red and black i use yellow red mm-hmm. and black he uses like nut brown which is a combination of the yellow red and the black right like it's sort of like pre mm-hmm. it's pre-mixed and you know like him feels insane to compare yourself but like you know, I I am I'm a lot more interested in a, in a sketch than I am in a completed piece, right? Like, um, mm-hmm. you know, because I think that that completion, especially in especially with miniature painting, can take so long to do mm-hmm. to, to like to write to like really feel like you've got something that's like this is this is done and I am ready 
and you can, you yeah. know, like it's all, it's like edge highlighted. It's, it's inked. It's like pushed in all the, like I'm blended. I've got my, I'm like doing non-metallic metals. I've got like, my, like, you know, like it takes, mm-hmm. you know, t- 20 hours to get something that to like whatever. Yeah. Like you could spend, you yeah, could d- spend days, years. four hours painting their, the model's boots or something. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And, <laughs> and from, and like, that's for me, that's not interesting. Right. It's just like mm-hmm. somebody, I don't have the patience uh, or the capacity to be able to do that in a way that's like fulfilling for me. And, but what is fulfilling is sort of just like, oh, this is neat. Let's see what happens here. Okay, cool. Done. You know, like, all right, let's paint it up and see what, okay, all right, done. You know, it just sort of like instead of giving yourself those kind of like arbitrary time limits and, and sort of like seeing what you can get accomplished in that, in that time frame. There's some stuff that I've spent like more time and some stuff that I've mm-hmm. spent less time on, but it's, you know, not, not, not having to feel like it's, oh, I, this is like, I have to, I have to spend 20 hours on this model mm-hmm. because it's like, my centerpiece or whatever, um, yeah. you know, spend two, see what happens. <laughs> you know? Like, I don't know. Like it, it's like, you know, again, like to the, to earlier points, like what's, what's the worst that happens. You have to spend two more, I guess, but like, you know, how far yeah. can you get in two hours? Mm-hmm. Um, this all talking about this sort of style. It kind of goes back to how, like, you're very prolific mm. and is sort of this creative sketching and the desire to, create new things is that part of what drives your sort of prolific pace and like why you build so many models because you just you have joy in that creation and want to keep doing it and push yourself to see where it goes yeah yeah definitely like very very much that you know it's just sort of like you know but yeah i I just want to i'm i'm sort of i'm interested in exploring in exploring ideas and exploring ideas is really quick you know, it's like just it's quick. It's easy to do, you know, because, again, you've got like you're working with you're working in 3D collage, right? Like all of this, all of the component pieces are there. You just yeah. you have to you have to assemble them. And, you know, I sat down. I don't as much anymore and I probably should. And I'm getting into it more now that I don't have a real job. Uh, but, but like, you know, I, I, I sit down for an, an hour a night, five days a week at my hobby desk. And I'm, I'm there, you know, like I'm there no matter what happens, mm-hmm. I'm there. And so, you know, like some nights you harness it and you go ham and other nights mm-hmm. it's like been an hour and you're like, I, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but, but sitting down and, and making the space to sort of like to, to be creative and to, and to kind of, and to do that, you know, if it's an hour, if it's, if it's 30 minutes, if it's once, you know, just sort of like being like, I'm going to yeah. do this, I'm going to do this. And we'll see what happens. And then, you know, like posting about it on the internet has been really helpful for me as well. You know, it's sort of like, well, I want to, I want to post something every day. So I'll make, I'll make a bunch of stuff and it's not a time consuming process for me and it's fun. And so it's sort of win-win, you know, it's like, I'm doing this anyways. So cool. You know, like this is good. Yeah. Um, This kind of probably speaks to the same thing, but You've mentioned that you've you sell some of your miniatures, and certainly mm-hmm. I've like actually, I mean, I have at least one of your miniatures. But no, is you. this I also? Oh, yeah, certainly. I'm happy to have <laughs> it in the collection. But but I is this also kind of a way to just almost like make room for more miniatures and yes. to just. <laughs> yes. 
keep yes, this creative process. Is, yeah, okay. is, is so sweet to me. Um, oh. And I, and I and they have they 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 have taken over the house. They have taken <laughs> over boxes. You know, like I mean, because yeah. like yeah, like all the stuff that you see that I've made is in a one bedroom apartment. So like. I'd rather have somebody like use it and be excited about it mm-hmm. than, yeah. than have it sit in a shoebox. You know, that which is not, not all of it is, right? Like I've got like I don't know, like three hundred minis that I've painted out and then like fifty or seventy five minis that I've bought also out, you know, uh just like from other people who who make stuff and who yeah. sell things and um so you know, like I'm a collector too, and so it's like you know, I don't know. You've, I've, I only have so much space, so yeah. I mean, honestly, the majority <laughs> of my stuff is like hidden away in cases and stuff. So, right, and that right, still right. takes up a lot of space. So I understand. It does. It does. I, yeah. I understand. I recently that. moved from like a from like a foam box to I just like wrapped a bunch of stuff in like one thing of tissue paper and threw it in a big box. Now I've got one big <laughs> box for my bits, and I've got one big box for my completed minis. They go. They they end yeah. unceremoniously. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's great. They are fun to make, though. So that's the uh-huh. most important thing. Well, you mentioned earlier briefly that you don't mm-hmm. really play games with your miniatures. Um, Not too much. Is do you have any desire to do that? Yeah. In the yeah, future. I mean, I, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I play. I like. I played. I was in. I did the the primogenitor thing. That was like oh, the last yeah, big thing Iron that Sleet, I did. Yeah, the Iron. Yeah, Iron Sleet's primogenitor, like whatever pre pandemic. I got I got started to like just basically kind of just before the pandemic kicked off, mm-hmm. and then like you know, and then like the pandemic, and then you know, like I've got I went to Adepticon last year, and I didn't play anything, but I brought some models. And this year I'm going back. Uh, okay. Some classes. Yeah, I'm that's do. exciting. We're playing like I think we're playing Mordheim. I'm bringing a kill team with. Um. You know, I think it's just about like finding the right people to play with. Is, yeah, yeah, I tough, understand that. You know, because it's like, uh, yeah, you know, like I'm, I have a WYSIWYG two thousand point Space Marine army. Uh, <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> <laughs> Impressive. Uh, uh, which I converted and painted like last year. Some Black Templars. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so like i'm you know like i'm always like i'm gonna play i'm gonna play and then i just and then i just never do you know yeah for, I, I for no real that. good reason you know it's just like i'd rather go on a hike usually so i, like, I mean that's, like, that's, that's kind of but yeah, yeah i guess to me like i mean i would like to play more games but it just doesn't really happen but at the end of the day the thing that interests me most probably if there is going to be any playing stuff would be kind of smaller like events and stuff with other people who are excited about converting and painting and stuff just yeah, to yeah. have fun with like minded people and such. And it also kind of gives you a reason to create something cool and what. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Events are a really great way that that was a really helpful way for me to, I made a bunch of stuff for events that I wasn't invited to um, when I first got started uh, and then tried to cajole people into taking them for the event to yeah. like use in some way, well, shape, or form. I think that's a good idea, and I think in most circumstances, people who are running events would be happy to have. Like, it's neat to see someone yeah. who is also excited about it, and I think that totally. is honestly a good way to to network with other people in the community or different scenes that you you, you know you like what they're doing and right. Right. Yeah. Right. You just get you're like psyched on it, and then you're like, okay, can I like do something? You know, like mm-hmm. no pressure, right? Like as long as your expectation is like, 
you're never going to see the thing that you said ever again. It's fine. You know, it's like, whatever. And I think honestly, that's in some ways sort of liberating that like it's an opportunity to create something, maybe try something new, a new paint Mm -hmm. scheme, new conversion scheme or whatnot. And then like, Mm -hmm. and it's gone. And you maybe learn something, had fun in the process. Maybe someone then enjoyed the miniatures, but it doesn't have to like take up space in your life anymore. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. You know, cause like even the stuff, even some of my like most favorite minis where I'm like, I'm going to keep that one. I really want to keep that one. I've held onto, onto a couple of things that I'm just like, this is really cool. Um, you know, it would probably be cooler if somebody else had it and did something with it than like sat on my shelf, you know, like I like it. I like the way that it looks, but like I've got the pictures. I remember doing it. So mm. like getting rid of stuff or giving it away or giving it to like-minded people is, is a lot of fun right i like it, it. it feels <laughs> good. And, you know and people like what you do and they're psyched on it and they get to play with it you know agreed got, yeah 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 so more cool things yeah exactly and you just make more stuff it's fun well i guess we haven't talked about it much but and this sort of fits with kind of your excitement about creating but you actually mm-hmm. created an annual contest it's happened <laughs> two years and uh, probably coming yeah. up on the third. It is called it is, it Smash is. Bash. That's right, and Smash Bash. It yeah, is a, a contest that just celebrates kind of the weirder side of the hobby with different yeah. crazy, interesting conversions and such. Mm-hmm, how did mm-hmm. like what spawned this and sure? How did yeah? How did you go about doing it? Yeah, totally. That's a thanks. Thanks for that's a good question. Um, so the thing that spawned it was like during the pandemic, they were doing armies on parade. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the very first armies on parade, and I like made this like whole fucking thing. This like it was like a two by two board. It was huge. It was like three feet tall. I painted a whole army <laughs> for it. I was like, this thing rips. This is awesome. I'm going to submit it. I love this thing. This is great. And then like a bunch of other people, uh, the real lead fingers or the real broken fingers, Jeremy, mm-hmm. uh, he did some stuff that was like super sick and a bunch of people just like, just would just like went to the, went to the fucking pavement on this stuff. And I was like, Oh, this rules this is so good. All this stuff is so good. I'm not going to win, but like somebody that I know is somebody who did something awesome is going to win. He made a Titan that was like four feet tall, like crashing yeah. through buildings. <laughs> and they were like, you know, and like, mm-hmm. You know, and they and they do like the like announcement thing and like didn't like no mention of it. And I'm just like, it was just so frustrating, you know, because it was like, you know, I realized that that armies on parade for better or for worse is a way for games workshops to sell minis, right? Is for them right. to like sell yeah. stuff, right? Yeah, like, they want to see some, their un kind of modified armies mm-hmm. as a way. There's some like, modification, of course. Yeah. Some stuff, you know, right? Like I get it, right? Like there's some like, but it's a it's a uh, it's like a marketing thing, mm-hmm. right? Basically, yeah, right. Yeah. Where it's like, look at all this stuff, and look at how cool you can make all of this stuff that we that will sell you with these paints and with these with these uh-huh. like all these different things, you know. And so I was just like, I kind of had that realization, and I was like, well, there's like as good as mine was or wasn't, right? Like as bad as it was, whatever. Even if it were amazing, um, you know, probably like, still just, wouldn't have won. It wouldn't, have, it wouldn't have won, it wouldn't have got a mention. It's not it what they wanted. <laughs> it's not what they want, right? And so I was just like, okay, well, what would I want to see in it? And then I just got a bug up my ass and was like, I'll, I'll do a competition. <laughs> I'll do something. And you did it. Uh, I'll do it bigger and, it. and better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was smaller and worse, but uh, yeah, you know. Um. <laughs> well, at least to me, it is a whole hell of a lot more interesting. And like how sure. you even got one artist to create statues and stuff like yeah, hands hands Rodin, yeah 
and that makes it They're like also fan. kind of like uh golden demon but like one that yeah, i totally. actually care about right right one right, that exactly. like it because i love sort of the creation seeing the weird things people can mm-hmm. create that aren't just uh transcribed in a rule book or whatnot and right. So I feel like this kind of like is the 28th style competition totally. to see like the things that I think are cool yeah, and aren't just to sell a model. But how did yeah. you, for in the subject of the trophies, how did you mm-hmm. come into contact with um, the artist and like start that process? I, I was just creepy. Just slipped into his DMs, you know. I was like, Hans, I love your stuff. I bought some stuff from him before. Okay. He made like a big he made like a big plague demon thing and mm-hmm. um and like a bust and a couple of other things. And so I bought some just like casts from him and then I was like, Hey, could I commission you to like make so like I just kind of like explained to him, Hey, you know, like I'm doing this I'm doing this hobby competition. I want there to be statues for it. Like I'd be be sick if I could like pay you to make these things for me. And he was like let's do it you know so i i paid him and he made me some statues and he like cast them for me and so yeah that's yeah, they're like, amazing they're like, so good they're really really good his work is really good um you can commission him to do like bespoke stuff um mm-hmm. i know he sells some of the stuff that he has so you should totally like buy it he does like really yeah. like really big really expressive like loose horrors basically he's got yeah. some not horror stuff, but like uh, I think he's got a board game coming out too. Oh, that's that's fun. And like in like a year, I think Kari uh, Colty Clotty mm-hmm. from Instagram. He like he painted some of them up. So yeah, yeah so I just yeah, like yeah. so I I got so like I talked to him about the statues, and I talked to Anna Plancic about like she's made minis for it every year. So I commissioned her to make some minis. Um, I commissioned like the other like hollow bones on Instagram, Blake Holland, he did like the, he did a bunch of the art for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend, Troy Nixie, who I met through the internet, yeah. he's a comic yeah. book artist. He did this year's poster. Uh, he's all the awesome little pins, the enamel pins. Like, damn, like you went all out. <laughs> so that's another thing that I love about it is it's encouraging people to just do whatever weird stuff, whatever you want to yeah. do, do something and it'll be cool. People mm-hmm. like to see it. But then in addition to that, just almost like the promotion and stuff behind it are just a whole bunch of other artists doing weird and cool stuff. And mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I just love that. That's good. Thanks. Uh, yeah. I, I, you know, because it's like the only way something really cool, the only way that something really cool is going to get made is if you make it right. Like, and yeah. that's true. That's true. Sort of like across the board for like all of the hobby stuff. Right. Or like, like. You, you like you have to have more money and time than sense and you can do it too you know like that's sort of like that's you know that's just like that's that's how it went for me you know i was just like i want to do this and i don't care what it costs and i don't care how much time it takes but i'm gonna do it and then i did it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you certainly did yeah it's it's wonderful and Thanks. yeah just really really nice yeah it's good. I'm glad and it brings a lot of different people together. I know like I know a bunch of people like kind of like get together and like talk about it or build about it and you know, it's sort of it's a way to to be to sort of like the kind of like ethos of Armies on Parade, but like you don't have to use GW stuff. You can, right? But it's not mm. like it's I'm not I'm not trying to sell you anything. You know, like, you can buy things from me. I don't care. Like I make stuff that you can buy, right? But it's never yeah. I'm not like that's not what it's for. It's it's for 
it's for its own sake, right? Ideally, it's for its mm-hmm, own. I, like, yeah. I mean, in my most like idealistic moments, I'm like, it's for its own sake. You know, it's just like, it's a reason to get people excited to do something weird. And then there's a trophy at the end. <laughs> That's kind of yeah. cool, right? Like, which is also weird. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, I love how you kind of thought of something that, you know, you liked or thought was, you know, sort of missing from the right. hobby and just took it upon yourself to do it. Like, it's one thing to complain about that, like, oh, Golden Demon is so prescribed or you have to do sure. it in this way or whatever, sure. whether sure. that's true or not. But, sure. and you just made the thing like you wanted to see. Yeah. It is a very kind of do it yourself punk ethos. Totally. Makes me yeah, think yeah, yeah, of yeah. like Black Flag and totally. some of those punk bands and SST sure. records and such. Like, we can wait, why do we need a major record label exactly. or something? We can just do it ourselves and totally. we'll do it better or at least totally. different. They're different for sure, yeah. you know? And like you get, and you, you meet people and you get them on board and they're excited about it and they want to see it done, you know? And it's like, it, it's mutually reinforcing, but you know, like in the hobby, as with everything else, you kind of have to be the change you want to see in the world. And mm-hmm. so like, this is, this is something that I thought would be cool and something that that I wanted that I that I thought would be like a lot of fun to do, uh, and it, and it was mostly, <laughs> and uh, and it you know and it gets it gets a lot of people it gets a lot of people excited to make weird things, which is cool. Yeah, you know? it's and clearly it, it gets, resonated with people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, yeah. This next year's this next year's gonna be really good. Yeah, I'm excited to see. Boy, let's see here. What do we got? When is it? It's gonna be the I think on the first. February first. February first. Oh sure. damn! It's it's fast close. Approaching. It's getting close. Yeah, it is. It is fast close. approaching. <laughs> <laughs> I have to. I have to remind myself that it's fast approaching because uh, uh-huh. yeah, I have to do some stuff for it still. Well, I can't wait. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's so that's like that's kind of what it's brought it about, and that's and I you know I'm just I'm just excited that I'm excited that people like it. And mm-hmm. uh, and I hope that people continue to like it and continue to make weird things and, and get psyched on it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm certain they will. Sick, awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, like we've been, uh, it's approaching an hour here now, and mm. I think we've had some pretty fun and interesting conversations. Maybe to start like wrapping things up. Do you, are mm-hmm. there any major projects or things you're working on now that we should look out for or be excited oh, about? Obviously, Smash Bash 3 is <laughs> kind Smash of Bash the looming thing. Yeah. <laughs> but are, is, is there anything that you're excited to be working on uh, or try or yeah so i just like i just painted the bone for it the, all of the whole bone forest box so Amazing. i'll be i'll be Putting posting i'll shame. be posting that oh no no it's no shame <laughs> I just, like i said i just have low standards um so, so yeah i painted that great. and then oh thank you and then what else do i have i've got a bunch of the honestly i don't know i don't I, like smash bash is really like the thing that mm-hmm. uh, that's like that's gonna occupy my time from here until July, basically. So I don't have any concrete plans. Ooh, um, they're at Adepticon. We're playing Mordheim, and if you're going to Adepticon, you should come play Mordheim with us. Just like DM me or DM Steve at South of Heaven, um, and we can give you like details or whatever. Or you can join us in the Discord, which we'll link like later or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, the In Rustery Trust Discord, mm-hmm. um, we're gonna be yeah. playing Mordheim, so I'm building a Mordheim Warband, 
and uh the real question what warband what uh i've got uh my steve because steve knows the rules and i don't he gave me two options (laughs) i've got like uh i've got a mirianberg okay uh, that counts as mirianberg uh, yeah. For some like shooting and some guns, and then I've got a possessed, obviously. So okay, I'm building that, the possessed one first, and then I'm going to build the Marienburg one next. It's and a good then, game. Uh, it's fun. It's a super good game. I got it uh, again when I was when I was younger, and nobody wanted to play. Everybody just wanted to play 40k, <laughs> and I'm just like, look, there's cardboard terrain, guys. And they were like, we don't, you know, don't give a shit. I need to I need to charge these orcs into your guys, and I'm just like okay, and then yeah. But you know now I'm now I'm an adult. I can play Mordheim as much as I want. (laughs) That's that's the spirit. So yeah, Mordheim, and then uh, I'm gonna build a a Goliath Necromunda team. I'm like really psyched on that. So oh, that's cool. So so, yeah, so those are like the two things. Ooh, I've also got these these mega gargants. I bought some yeah. uh, some already assembled mega gargants, <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna chop those bad boys up. And, that's cool. Uh, so that's, do some, that's like, lots of exciting stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's lots of then in the yeah. And if I looked at if I was near my hobby desk, I could look at it and get real excited mm-hmm. about a bunch of other stuff that's on there. So that's great. Lots of options. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to see whatever you come up with. Mm. Well, thank you very much. I will post about it. I promise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm cursed. <laughs> yeah, all, the, all that yeah sounds sounds really nice. Um, I guess do you have any uh, last things you'd like to plug or anything? Smash Bash. <laughs> yeah. Uh, before yeah, yeah. we go, uh, let's see here. Uh, Smash Bash. Uh, Nazi punks fuck off. I guess I don't know. That's the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. Well, it was really, really nice having you. Thank you for yeah. taking the time to chat. And absolutely, thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. I've been like I've been a longtime follower of the blog and the tutorials. I have no idea how you make such delicate, <laughs> such delicate creations. And it's I'm I'm personally astounded by it. I need to have one of those so I can look at it. The oh god, the the little guns are absolutely the right size. <laughs> they are absolutely the right size, but I could not. I, I, not in a million years could I do that. So uh, much respect. Each time so I just have to make them smaller and smaller. smaller so, absolutely. How how tiny can you go? There's a couple people that are into like 15 millimeter stuff, and I'm just like I I I could yeah, I couldn't so possibly. Small. So yeah, yeah, really. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. And, and yeah, for, nice. for all that for all that you do for like for the hobby and for the community, the magazine that you guys put out is obviously amazing with a bunch of the people. So yeah, super good. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, and it would be fun to have you again on sometime, perhaps yeah, to talk sure. about Smash Bash or absolutely. one of the new products, maybe even how more time turns out. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I'd love to I'd love to tell you how my possessed fled like cowards on the field. Yeah, or like died in ignominy, <laughs> like your yeah. warband leader <laughs> falling into a well or some shit. Yeah, yeah. If, if I'm lucky, if I play my cards right, they will all <laughs> die uh, gloriously. Yeah. yeah, that's 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 good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you again. And thanks again so much. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And we will talk to you again soon. Bye bye.
Thanks for listening to another episode of Dragged into Turbo Lasers. If you have any questions or suggestions, don't hesitate to contact us through Instagram or leave a comment on our YouTube channel or on our blog, BetweenTheBolterAndMe.com. We also stream on Twitch every week and would love to hear from you there as well. If you'd like to support us, please feel free to leave a review of our podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts or subscribe to our channel on YouTube and Twitch.